So, Raybob, thank you very much for taking time out of your day to join me on the show. And uh, I understand you have been drinking distilled water for, what, three decades now? Um, 91, I started. 93, um, pretty much full time. But um, I started using it in 91, but not exclusively. Why did you start? Why did I start? Um, Originally, I had quit drinking. And I was making coffee and um, by the thermos and bringing it, uh, I play music. And so I would bring a thermos of my own coffee and because um, bar coffee was never any good. And I was at a, getting a coffee at a gourmet coffee shop and trying to make the best I could. And uh, the lady suggested distilled water because it, it would bring all the flavor out of the beans. Yeah. And um, I started using it and I noticed it did. And uh, at the same time, I had a fish tank and I kept losing fish every couple of months. And I do chemical tests and everything to the water. And I tried using, uh, I drained the tank and I filled it up with distilled water. And um, I, it just made a world of difference. I didn't have to clean the tank anymore. There was like a nice algae that formed on the bottom. Um, it just, you know, made a total difference. <laughs> and I um, appreciated it too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I never lost a fish anymore. Like I, they were dying all the time, but all of a sudden I had healthy, healthy fish and uh, real mellow made a all. All different. That's what people don't realize is just how poisoned the water supply is. Well, yeah. um, My grandfather was uh, 22 in uh, when they started putting chlorine in the water in the United States, all public waters. Um, And ever since my, I can ever remember, you know, since the 60s. They always had a bottle of spring water in their kitchen. And my great grandmother also had the same spring water brought into her house. Mm-hmm. And she was 99 when she passed away. Wow. Um, they, my grandparents later, um, they got a water still and um, in 84. And um, they used that until they died in 93. Um, and then I inherited their water still because I was the only one in the family that seemed to be cared about the still water. <laughs> so I got their still, and I still have it today. Um, I later bought a second unit, but um, that that original unit, uh, the heater element is out, and I need to replace it. Yeah. But it's my backup parts unit for my new newer model. Yeah, it's it's funny. I have uh, I have two spare machines just in case because I won't drink anything but now. Oh, I make all my food. You know, always. I know um, the last time I was sick, that was about when I was starting to with distilled water. Um, I used to when I get a cold, I would make um, orange juice from concentrate with tap water because i didn't know better and i would drink a lot of it trying to get vitamin c and i would end up throwing up and um 
I made that with distilled water and no more upset stomach ever, you know, and um, began with all my food prep. And by 93, I was pretty much all distilled water for everything, for all foods, anything I make. Okay, and you did mention in your message to me that the only times you've been sick since are when you've been drinking water away from your own supply of distilled. Yeah, uh, there was a New Year's Eve, 99, 2000, that year. There, uh, a lot of people were getting sick, and I was uh, at this music job and uh, had, you know, dinner served there, you know, with whatever water. <laughs> They make their uh, soups and everything else with or whatever. Um, but that was the last time I, I really was sick. Um, there was one other time uh, when I um, I was going through a divorce and I was dropping off the kids at exchange. And my ex said, here, you want some dinner? <laughs> and, you know, she had something cooked and it looked good. And I ate it. And the next day I was sick. But it's an interesting thing, isn't it? Because the the sorry for over talking you the your body only gets sick because of toxicity or deficiency. So when you've got toxins gone in and you've got such a pure system, the very first thing your body's going to do is push you back out, which is why you get sick. Your body was destroyed or trying to get rid of the toxins you'd inadvertently ingested. Yeah, and what I'm learning now is is uh, fevers and and uh, nosing running. Those are not you don't want to suppress those. Because that's your body um, healing itself from all of those toxins that we're getting. <laughs> and uh, inadvertently, you know, I, I just had um, about three weeks back. Now I was detoxing for about seventeen days, and it was pretty severe. Some of it, but I just kept supporting it, drinking lots of distilled water, fasting, having raw juices, and sleeping as much as I could. I mean, it was bizarre some of the symptoms, but I, I wrote it out for seventeen days, and I feel very different now i actually said to my uh, my partner i feel like i'm in a different body i'm trying to get used to it because it it's my level of senses everything is much better so it was a really big clear out and i i, I was surprised because I, i'm very careful about what i put in but the stuff in there from when i was younger i guess had to come out <laughs> yeah um and i think the longer you you stay with distilled water and the more you you know um do without the tap water the stronger you become and, and you can handle a, a nasty meal a little better. You know, you still get the upset stomach or whatever, but uh, you'll get over it <laughs> quicker. Well, it's good as well because it makes you just aware of how much toxicity is out there. Whereas I think people's bodies are so full of, of junk and their, their detoxification processes are so suppressed because they're under such load all the time that they're just piling junk in. I can't imagine what would happen if I tried like a McDonald's, which isn't food anyway. And I oh. have cars, but I would imagine I wouldn't do very well. No, I, I'm not going to, not going to try myself with that one. <laughs> I haven't been there in probably 10 years and that was like on the road emergency. And that's, you know, if you're hungry, you can really hold off. You don't need to stop at McDonald's. You know, you can you can wait until you can find something good. Well, I haven't eaten anything since it's been 20, it's coming up on 24 hours now, so I'm going to eat when we finish talking. Oh, okay. <laughs> People, are, you'd be surprised. You can go a lot longer without food if you're eating lots of fats and proteins as opposed to 
lots of carbohydrates when you just feel hungry the whole time, which is what I think they're designed to do. You know, um, in the Bible, um, when it's talking about uh, prayer and fasting, um, heals the sick. There's probably over 30 references to fasting, to healing sick. And and it makes so much sense, you know, um, your your gut need, you know, the the microbiome of your gut needs time to, um, to, you know, clean up all the mess that you've been throwing at it. Yeah, well, we're not we're not designed to load that system the whole time. Yet everyone is just, you know, the snack. They have breakfast. They have a snack. They have lunch. They have some more snacks. They have dinner. Then they have some more snacks. And it's like you never rest in the damn thing. Let it rest. Right. Right. Uh, late, lately, I'm doing uh, twelve hour fast. I guess you know I'll stop eating ten in the evening, and it'll be ten or maybe noon before I'm eating again. That's good. You, you you must find like I do. I've got a lot more energy because of it. Oh yeah, um, I I was fifty years old and I built a house and doing doing over fifty percent of labor myself over you know period of two years plus a year before clearing the land, uh, cut, cutting trees and all that. Yeah, um, I think people they. they they've become conditioned to think that, you know, you get to sort of 65, 70, that's it, you finished. And you shouldn't, you should be more vibrant than ever, provided you've not got toxins and poisons going in. Right. And, and if you have, you know, I mean, I, I live really uh, <laughs> toxic life. Um, there was like a period of 10 years where I was, I had my day jobs uh, working in engineering offices and um, candy bars. You know, every <laughs> whatever uh, forty-five minutes, we go to the break room and buy a candy bar or uh, some. And I was living on that. And then the junk, we'd go out and eat, eat for lunch. And I was two hundred and twenty pounds. Wow. When I was, uh, oh, when I started with the water, and then went to organic foods too uh, in '93, um, but. Uh, a few years after that, I was back down to like 170, 180. Um, I was a mess. <laughs> I really was. You know, was, I could probably barely walk. A, a, you know, I couldn't have ran a block, you know, without being totally out of breath. But, um, yeah, it's, it's a world of difference. Um, but what I'm saying is if you've had a whole life of toxic crap, you know, once you stop that, and, you know, if you start, you know, uh, pay attention to organic foods is a big thing. GMOs here, you probably don't have GMOs allowed in your, I know they don't allow them in uh, Europe, but um, it's a real problem here in America. It's uh, everywhere you go. <laughs> and, but when you stop that and you stop with the water and the, all the contaminants and all the nasty foods, um and um, you know you rebuild you regenerate yeah um, and and don't be surprised if you get rid of some junk on the way through that process because you're going to no. you know, finally i can get rid of this shit <laughs> right right that's that's amazing yeah you you very kindly sent me some pictures of um some of the junk you take out of your water and i think you were holding a bottle up just when we started talking oh yeah <laughs> it's 
This is what collects on the walls of the boiler. Um, chunks of uh, calcium or whatever. <laughs> um, all these... Uh, my, I have a friend here in town that recently had uh, uh, kidney stones. Uh, I think it was seven millimeters or bigger. And um, he went in outpatient and they did some kind of ultrasound and they let him go and I picked him up and um, that afternoon, the first time he peed, uh, all the stone came out as sand in the, in the toilet. And then I took some of this and I put it in water and, um, you know, broke it up. And he says it's the exact same thing that he was in his kidney stone. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Pe people are, when, when you're drinking tap water and not drinking distilled water, you are you are filling up with all that junk, and your body has to put it somewhere, and eventually it will shut you down and you will die. It's it's only a matter of time, and you'll have all sorts of other problems that come along because of that. And yet, if you're drinking very pure water like the distilled water, the strong negative charge is pulling all the toxins, all the junk, all the calcium. It's cleaning you from the inside out, which is why you look more vibrant. Your hair starts to change color. Your your eyesight improves. Everything, cognitive ability, these are all the things I've noticed anyway. Yeah, um, I was getting serious uh, gray hair on my sides here. And um, oh, seven years ago, um, I, I began washing my hair with distilled instead of the tap water. That was the last, you know, I was bathing uh, my body with hot, hot uh, distilled water. I started that a um, long time ago. I would take a shower, but then when I came out of the shower, I hit a bottle of hot water that I would rinse off all the tap. Um, and I started realizing if I'm not really dirty, if I could just rinse off with, uh, um, you know, uh, distilled water, I was clean. Yeah. And I, body odor took forever to, to come. <laughs> you know, I, I wouldn't stink. And um, I do because you're not putting junk in and that's just junk coming out. Right. Uh, just makes all the difference in the world. And the stuff that's collecting, you know, into kidney stones, gallstones, liver stones. It's also, um, they call it calcified arteries. Um, you know, it's causing high blood pressure. Um, and they're, um, I read somewhere where they, um, they're doing autopsies of Alzheimer's patients, and they're all finding they all have calcified pineal glands. Um, and so they're possibly the purpose in doing this to the water to stop our journey home that way because that shouldn't be calcified. No, they we have six senses, and pineal gland is, is a big one, and you never learn about it in school, <laughs> you know, they don't. They don't. They want to hide that from you. Seems like well, they they hide many things at school because schools are just indoctrination camps anyway. <laughs> well, that's a whole deep subject there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I had children and I really wanted to just homeschool them, but I was I told you I was building a house. Yeah, and my oldest turned old enough to be in the first grade, and I was built a house. To, right next to a uh, one-room schoolhouse, you know, I thought, well, 
<laughs> let him do it, you know. Uh, and all my kids got into the school system that way. Um, my original hope was to homeschool. You know, why? You know, they can learn so much more when they're interested in something. You know, and give them what they need at the at that time. We'll be back after a quick break. Welcome to the Alchemy of Natural Healing. I'm your host, Laurel Dewey. True healing is an alchemical process, meaning it must transform you on all levels, body, mind, and spirit. What affects one affects all three. True healing is one of the hardest journeys you'll ever travel, but it's one of the most rewarding and fulfilling when you get to meet yourself for the first time. If you're ready to take that journey, let's get started. Yeah, we, we homeschooled ours for several years at the start, and it was amazing when they decided they wanted to go back into the schooling system, um, which I regret now, know what I know, but they were years and years and years ahead of everyone in the school, and we hadn't really done that much focused study other than when they were interested in something, we explored it. Yeah. Um, in Lake Tahoe, they have a, uh, um, the public school system has a uh, uh, thing where they, they let homeschoolers come and be in part of their sport teams. And um, they have a friend, uh, they, they have a son who just, He's been on their track team for Tahoe. He comes, you know, he doesn't, he's not in the school, but he's there for all the sporting events. And he actually won uh, fourth place for the state for Tahoe. Uh, and it's a homeschooler, doesn't even go there. <laughs> but whatever. It's part of the game. Yeah, it's all part of the game. I'm just trying to think you've covered so much ground with all that stuff is there anything in closing you'd encourage people to do with regard to distilled water if they're thinking oh well i just i filter my water and that's fine what would you say to them um that's uh something else i i recently got a tds total dissolved solvent solids meter because um, i didn't even realize those were available till i started well i found your your uh your videos and oh, yeah. some others and um, that's just total dissolved solvents. That's not solubles. And um, you think about chlorine in the water. That's not chlorine. Um, chlorine bo boils into steam at three degrees while water's still in ice. And so they have to make uh, sodium hypochlorite. This is what they put in the water. And that's a soluble. So the meter's not even going to read that. Um, it's not going to, like if you store sugar in your water, um, it totally dissolves, right? Um, you can pour that through a filter. It's still going to be sugar water. Um, so, you know, it's not just the solids. It's, there are soluble, you know, soluble problems like the sodium hypochlorite. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I wanted to ask you, but I don't, I don't, I don't think there is. I, I'm, I'm like you 100%. I won't drink anything else. I take distilled water with me. Um, I have 
a large container of it for emergencies. I have a backup or two backup distillers now. When we go away on the motorhome, I take 25, 30 liters with me and that's all we drink. I, I just, right. I would rather go without than drink anything else now because I know how different I feel. Oh yeah. And, and not just drinking. Uh, if you preparing your foods, um, you, you know, when you, things that really absorb a lot of water, beans, noodles, um, if you if you boil them with distilled water, not only does it bring out more flavor, but you never get that bloated feeling. I don't, you know, I can eat a ton of spaghetti and I don't get that feeling I get if I eat that regular spaghetti uh, with tap water. So it's it, everything. Yeah, and and I mean other things too. You want to clean clean your windows, clean them with distilled water, and they get really clean really fast. There's there's all sorts of other uses too, but it's. It, it's amazing, really, how much junk. That's why I made those different videos and said, look at this, look at this, what about this, what about this? Because I was appalled what I'd been drinking for so long when I finally started to work my way through it. Yeah. And you really, when you're cleaning with it, a lot of times you don't even need a um, soap, which is, they call it emulsifier. That's what you need to mix tap water with dirt. <laughs> but a lot of times you don't need that with distilled. No, you, you don't, and you'll find that you don't get as dirty anyway. It'll be external dirt that's on you, but you're not producing dirt internally because I think a lot of people don't realize that your skin is is one of the biggest elimination organs of your body. Uh, it's also very porous going the other way, so you should never put anything in your mouth and swallow it that you wouldn't put on your skin. Sorry. Exactly. Whatever, yeah, what, um, whatever you, you are what you eat, and you are whatever you put on your skin, yeah, whatever goes on your skin. That becomes you. And what goes on your skin doesn't get filtered through livers and kidneys. It goes direct into you. So, um, yeah, that's something I learned 15 years ago was um, all the carcinogenic uh, uh, endocrine disruptors that are in commercial soaps and shampoos. Um, There are serious. Seriously, not good chemicals in in a lot of it's just commercial products. Just um... well, they they I, I I need to correct what I said before. You shouldn't you shouldn't put anything on your skin you wouldn't eat. Because I said it back to front. <laughs> well, yeah, that's I agree. The, the products you were talking about there, you you could almost, if you had a cynical mind like I do, think that they were there to feed hand in glove to feed you into the medical industry so they can really crack on with killing you. Uh, when I when I yeah when I um, started with distilled water at the time I I had two um, what was told to me by doctors were chronic illnesses I had a uh, seborrheic dermatitis this nasty um, dandruff that would just cake up um, and I had to get have a uh, prescription shampoo that I had to always get filled and. Um, I also had a wart that kept coming back on every two years on my right hand. And um, starting with the still water by two years later, I noticed that wart was gone. The the dandruff was gone. You know, so much for chronic illnesses. <laughs> you know, it's funny, isn't it? The um, that, that big detox I had just recently is the only time I've been feeling anything but wonderful with the distilled water. If you go back to eating organic food and looking after myself, I started doing that 30 odd years ago. 
right around when you did. And I've never seen a physician since. I, I, why would I go and see one? Yeah, I, I I went to see one once. I was in an accident. And, um, you know, uh, they, they I, I was a, a day late. Um, I had an accident, a motorcycle wreck accident. And an attorney wanted me to have a medical report. And um, I went in the, the following day. He says, well, if you'd been here yesterday, we would have sutured, you know, the back of my head. But it, it had already killed up uh, where I had a cut. And um, but that was the last time I ever saw a medical professional of any kind, you know, except for when my children were born. We're designed in this incredible outfit that we inhabit with our consciousness and our spirit to to go through life, and it knows how to self prepare repair as long as you give it the right nutrition and stop putting toxins in it, in it and on it, and then it can just do anything. I get all sorts of crazy cuts when I'm, I work a lot with my hands, and you look at it and you get puncture wounds and stuff, and you clean it up, pee on it, whatever, and it's right as rain within a day or two. No stitches, nothing. <laughs> um. Using um, aloe, you know, if you get a cut, um, take an aloe leaf. Uh, I grow aloe just for that purpose. You know, if you got something wrong uh, with a cut or anything, it, it heals it up way quicker <laughs> just by rubbing the juice from the aloe leaf. Yeah, yeah. You, there's all sorts of ones out there. There's a lot of very beneficial plants as well. Yeah, oh, too many. Oh, <laughs> it, it's a new lifetime of learning all the all the good things that God has for us, just in nature, you know, um, roots, turmeric, um, just so many things that are, you know, ginger. It's uh, all good for, for your health in so many ways. Um, well, that's great. that's great. I'm going to have to finish it because I need to go and get the food out of the oven. Yeah, that's fine. Have a good dinner. <laughs> yeah. A nice organic veg chili I made, so I made it made it earlier, but I knew it was going to be ready about seven. So, yeah, well, thanks, thanks for the opportunity to share. You know, I, I share with people every day, and nobody seems to care. I, I think that the right people will, and the ones that are very mind controlled and, and in fear, that they're not in a place where they could even be open to considering alternatives. That actually, you can look after yourself, and you should look after yourself, and you should take responsibility for what you do to yourself and therefore be responsible for the consequences of it. But I think a lot more people are coming around to that. So stories and discussions like this, I, I think they do help people because you know, it kind of makes sense that I never thought of it that way. It's total sense. That's all it is. It's common sense. I look at the birds that, you know, they're why, healthy. why do they call it that when it's so damn uncommon these days? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we got a bird flu, a swine flu, a monkey flu, <laughs> whatever. It's like it's like this. What is this new scariant they've come out with? Omicron. Oh, that's uh, moronic spelled backwards. Spelled anagram for that. But also, um, Omicron is one of the mind control um, Monarch or MK Ultra programs. I was looking at the other day. I can't remember which one it was. Uh, it's also MK a Naomi. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, we but, should we should probably have another chat sometime, you and I. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's been good talking to you. Likewise, brother. I'm finally I'm glad we finally hooked up and I'll speak to you real soon, yeah? Sounds good. All, All right, right, thanks.
Take care now. Bye-bye. Goodbye.